0: Welcome to Reforming Manhood, the podcast uh, where we talk life from a Christian male perspective. My name's Mike Watt. I am the Lucha Preacher. The podcast where we talk life from a Christian male perspective. My name is too sweet Trevor Cowan. Why?
1: Are you behind? you lagging over there? <laughs> no, I was going to say it. You're lagging. And then you just you no, it's
0: spoke fine. over me. No, I didn't speak over you. I I'm was, the host. I welcome everyone to... I'm a host. Eh. I'm the host with the most.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a host... With a lot, With a lot.
0: <laughs> but that's why I speak first, why, you know this, I don't know why you're acting like this isn't, isn't that the way it goes, that's why when you speak first you even say I'm Mike Watt, I'm the because you know Mike Watt the Looch Preacher speaks first, whereas as Too Sweet Trevor Cowan is, I don't know, the cheese to my hamburger, alright, Whoa, 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 are you insulted by being called cheese, you love cheese, it's my third favorite sweat. <laughs> I know. You love the cheese sweats. And I just called you the creator of cheese sweats. What's the problem? The problem is... Can't you just take a compliment? <laughs> the problem is it doesn't
1: feel like a compliment. I'm good at that. <laughs> it feels like you're...
0: I don't know. I don't like it. Just <laughs> look at the positive. Your cheese. It's my delicious meaty hamburger with a pretzel bun. It's still Why be- do you keep making yourself better? <laughs> you're like I'm this gourmet burger, and, <laughs> you're, and you're American craft cheese. I didn't say that. You can be whatever cheese you want. <laughs> no, 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 It's too late. It's too late. You want to be Gourda? Gouda? Gouda is Gouda. One of those fancy cheeses you like. You can be any cheese you want, buddy. Why are you mad? No. It's too late. It's too, too late. late. Oh, well, you. you just, it is what it is at this point. <laughs> You want to be the bacon and cheese to my. Nah. You're the bacon and cheese. No, nah, I, I don't want to. Delicious. You just make it better. <laughs> <sighs> Wait, no, keep saying nice things about me. <laughs> 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 well, we're now talking life from a Christian male perspective. So, you know what I realized we hadn't said in a while? What? That Trev Cowan is single and ready to mingle. No, I'm not. Is there a reason why we haven't said that? We used to say it like every other episode. We don't say it's it anymore. It's freaking hot in here. <laughs> why did you say that? I'm not single. You're already mingling. What? Because that's the rest of the saying: single and ready to mingle. And so, if if you're not single, you're already mingled.
1: I don't, mingle. I don't
0: know. No, I know what you're saying. mingles? Uh,
1: it's so hot in here. <laughs>
0: Oh, good Maybe I'm
1: No, I'm not single. Okay, you, I'm dating
0: someone. She's great. She smokes cigars with me. That's pretty cool. That's pretty hot. <laughs> I'm talking about the end of the cigar, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I told her I was going to mention that on the podcast.
1: Oh, well, I gave that you I That I have a girlfriend that smokes cigars with me. Take that, fellas.
0: I think some of the listeners out there would be sh- surprised about the first part. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag life goals <laughs> So uh. <laughs> Go you Go you I, never, right. I Only by the grace of God <laughs> Agreed Agreed. Who wants to go out with, with a cheese like you <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was bacon and cheese <laughs> Alright bacon and cheese You know what you're delicious I take it back I apologize Alright so we're starting a brand new series Today, based off uh, best we can tell, a uh, halfway heretical teacher's article. Right? <laughs> I have no idea who this guy is. I tried to look him up. Yeah. So uh, we found an article. We really liked it um, because because uh, it sounded good. Um, but it was uh, theology that makes Christians nervous. And then it, and then he threw out these five things. And we're going to talk about those five things. The guy's name is Hackman. You can figure it out if you if you care to read the article. To be honest, we never did. We're just like the subject matter, so we're going to talk about these five things that make Christians nervous.
1: I skimmed the article. Let's he never it. takes
0: a stance on any of
1: it. Oh, well, like he just puts information out there and doesn't take a stance on anything. This is
0: why he'll be forgotten. <laughs> this is why no one will remember his name. <laughs> so here is these five things we're going to give them to you now, and we'll keep reminding you. Um, but uh, we'll take them one at a time. All right. So he says five things that make Christians nervous. Hell. Um, the Rapture and Eschatology, Women in Leadership, Biblical Infallibility, and The Gays. The,
1: homosexuality.
0: homosexuality. <laughs> Sorry, I just skimmed the article. The Gays. <laughs> homosexuality. The the whole LGB alphabet soup. LGBTQIALMNOP+. I hate <laughs> the person you choose to be.
1: See, what's funny is you don't even know if I just threw in letters. Or- I know
0: LMNOP wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, those are the five things we're going to talk about in the next five weeks. This week, we're going to start with
1: hell. Why do you say it that way?
0: That's how you're supposed to say it.
1: I don't think so. Hell. No. <laughs> There's a demon in my apartment. Hell.
0: Nah, no, you can stop that. Hell? <laughs> Welcome to the show, Elmo. na na na. Hell is real. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some misconceptions when it comes to hell. So, uh, this is not a, uh, what do you call it? Like a, uh, complete list. This is us. Uh, these are things we've seen, we've experienced, we've run across. Um, and so, uh, it's not an exhaustive list. Um, but, uh, first thing we thought of is we've seen people who act like, or that believe hell is not real. False. Hell is real. And we know this because?
1: Because, uh, everything we know about hell, Jesus tells
0: us about? Yeah, like that 90-something percent of what we know about hell comes from the words of the mouth of Jesus. I so think so. If you're right. gonna claim Christ, you don't get to omit his teachings.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, uh, what's it called? I think the infallibility of Scripture. That's one of the. That's later. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it kind of deals with this issue. Like. Yeah. You don't believe the
0: Bible. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's what it boils down to. Is is? Uh, um, did you ever have eraser mate pencils? Pens. I mean, there were pens that you could flip over and erase like a pencil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, like, uh, we should get them out
1: of, We should get them out of a little pin machine at the school for like 25 cents
0: <laughs> yeah see all my teachers made me use pin except for my math teacher who said you have to use pencil because you're going to erase but i could use an eraser mate pencil for math because you could erase it
1: Erasermate mate pin
0: pin yeah that's what i meant eraser pin and i think uh, a lot of people act like the bible is made out of eraser mate they can just erase hmm. the uncomfortable parts but you ought not don't do that
1: yeah there's judgment for those that do that yeah yeah
0: hell is real and like 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 trev said the <coughs> 90 something percent of what we know about hell came from the mouth of Jesus. And so, uh, if hell makes Christians nervous, it makes me nervous that you call yourself a Christian and don't believe in hell. Um, you should, you should work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Because omitting the scary parts of the Bible doesn't make them any less true or real.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, misconception one hell is real. Misconception two. I guess al-
1: miscon- the misconception would be that hell is not real.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Misconception: Hell, hell is not real, and the truth is, hell is real. Hell is real. Um, a loving God wouldn't send people to hell. That's that's the next misconception. What what, what say you?
1: No, but it sounds good. I, he even talks about this in the article. Hmm? I'm pretty sure. Do tell. I just skimmed it. <laughs> he uh, uh, he says like something, or he makes that statement in the article, like a loving God wouldn't send people to hell. Can can a loving God send people to hell? Is okay. the question. Um, and he says, some Christians say yes, but, but God is love. Rob Bell, hashtag love wins. Yeah. It's not true.
0: They're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this goes back to how you know, we talked about this in our attributes of God series, right? Um, uh, God is the simplicity of God. His character is simple, meaning he is not. His his attributes don't war against one another, so he's not 90% uh, wrath um, Mm and justice and 10% love. No, 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 he's he's 100% love, but he's also 100% justice, and and his justice requires that sin be punished, and hell is that punishment. You sin against an eternal God, you get an eternal punishment, and that's hell.
1: Yeah, uh, people fail to realize this, obviously. Um, that God is, uh, God is a good judge. Mm, Yeah. Um, and a good judge has to, what you, uh, what you doing
0: there? (laughs) Using your flamethrower to light my cigar. Uh,
1: that a good judge has to judge rightly.
0: Yeah. 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 This is the, uh, Oh, Ray Comfort, Paul Washer analogy of, of if you had a loved one who got beat, murdered, raped. Whatever it is, and uh, and they they found the party. They were guilty, found guilty, and then the judge lets them off um, because he didn't want to. He wanted to be a loving judge who didn't punish them. You yeah, know, they earned yeah. in a punishment, and and the justice requires they be punished.
1: Yeah, Exodus thirty four seven says uh, uh, this talking about God who keeps loving kindness for thousands, who get, who forgives iniquity, transgression, sin. Yet he will by no means leave the, let the guilty go unpunished. By no means visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, on the grandchildren, third and fourth generations. Um, God God punishes sin. He has to punish sin because because yeah. uh, he he's said good. so in his word. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, he's good, and he said he would. So, um, yeah, so hell is real. A loving God will judge guilty people. Um, the next misconception is that, uh, hell is the absence of God. I've hear a lot of Christians, a lot of preachers will say, um, as they're trying to explain hell, they're, they're, they're making it as, I don't know, palatable as possible. Um, saying it's the absence of God and that's what makes it hell because God's not there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that sounds good, except it robs God of his, Omnipresence, right? Omnipresence is justice. Yeah, his justice is omnipresence. God has to be just. yeah. yeah, so I I always skip to omnipresence because I I did kids ministry for I don't know, twenty-five years. And uh, this is something you teach a first a first grader, the omnis of God. And omnipresent God is everywhere, and that includes hell. Um, mm-hmm. the problem with hell, the reason hell is hell, is because God is not there in his love. He is there, but he is there fully in his wrath. And that makes it a place you do not want to go.
1: Yeah. We I mean we have multiple verses about God's wrath being on people, that God that God has wrath. Yeah. Um uh, Romans one eighteen, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. Um John three thirty six, but the wrath of God remains on them or on him. Hmm. Um Nahum one, the Lord is a jealous and avenging God, the Lord is avenging and wrathful. Hmm um takes vengeance on his adversaries and keeps wrath for his enemies um the bible has a lot to say about the wrath of god
0: yeah yeah and uh hell being the concentrated place for it yeah and so yeah hell is real loving god will send people to hell and uh god is in hell in his wrath Mm -hmm. um hell is the absence of the love of god in the presence of his wrath.
1: Yeah, I think David says, even if I lay my head in Sheol, you were there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
0: Sheol being their understanding of hell. Mm-hmm. All right, next one is Satan runs hell. Satan is in charge of hell. You see this in a lot of TV. Yeah, it's the, uh, I believe it's the confusion of uh, Hades and uh, who's the god of Hades? It was Hades, right? The underworld, god of the underworld was Hades. God so, in the is Hades. Yeah. So, so the Christians have adopted let let the world in in some of that because um, only in Greek mythology and Disney cartoons is <laughs> is, is uh, Satan and guess Looney Tunes Satan's in charge in hell. No, no, no. Hell is the place where he will be thrown into um, into the deepest, hottest part of the lake of fire. Yeah, I think um, it's
1: Revelation twenty one. Yeah, death and Hades are thrown into the. Into the lake, the lake of fire, of fire. yeah. Into
0: yeah so, so, Satan is not in charge in hell. That's where he will be punished. Um, I think good Christians go round and round on whether or not he's there currently. Um, saying sometimes that that the cross itself put put Satan there. I, I, that's a little bit deeper waters mm-hmm. than I wanted to get into. Um, I do believe he's still, like Jesus said, prowling about. Like a roaring lion, seeing whom he can deso- devour, um, but <clears throat> I don't think he can be in charge of the entire world like he was. Um, yeah, pre Christ, you know. <laughs> What's it, uh, The strong man's been bound. Yeah, yeah, he's been bound. The cross did that. Um, um, he doesn't get to deceive the nation. Pantsed so. him? No. What is it? What? What are you saying? Pantsed? You don't remember this? Uh, uh, n- you're making up words. No, right no, right no, now. no. Hang on. I'm, I'm, it's the M I V version. Satan has been disgraced and bound. No, you don't know what I'm talking about? Go ahead. There's Keep a Bible talking. verse. There's a Bible verse. I don't, he's been he's been disgraced. He's been humiliated. Uh you got it.
1: No, I don't have it. Dang it. I mean, uh, I mean like are you talking like Colossians two? What's it say? Like Colossians two, I think it's Colossians two. Talks about how uh uh the cross that every uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I yeah. looked at you. I looked at you and I lost it. <laughs> He's defeated every power and
0: principality, I think. Yep, yep, keep going. Uh, keep going. I believe that's Colossians too uh, Why did I look at you? <laughs> Don't look at me. Uh, you get lost in these dreamy eyes. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> what? Uh, what What was it then? <laughs> you know what? I have Google right here. Infectious smile? What did you get lost in? <laughs> Just asking. I, don't, I just looked
1: at you, and uh, <laughs> as soon as I looked at you, uh, I lost it. Yeah, Colossians two, Colossians two fifteen. Having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle. Of public
0: them. spectacle. That's what I meant. He pantsed them. because when you get pantsed, pantsed, when them. you get pantsed, it's a public spectacle. He pantsed. Them. <laughs> some, some famous preacher said that. I not don't me. Think- over them by the cross, dude. You got me there. You got that Bible verse. Go you. <laughs> so yeah, is not in charge. Satan's not in charge of hell. Um, he's not even in charge here in this world anymore. Um, he's been made a public spectacle of. Um. Yeah. Right. Last them. Last misconception. Sorry, they might be. I told you. Uh, no, I, you're right. It's not. It's it's weird version. Sorry. I don't know. I, I don't didn't know, know. that verse. <laughs> super sketchy. Um, m- last misconception is all my friends are going to be there, so we're going to have a party for eternity.
1: Oh man, you hear this from the gays a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Like uh, I remember one time we were we were out. Uh, I was out with uh, I was out with Ryan preaching at the bar, mm-hmm. and uh, this dude, this gay dude, walked by, and he's like, "Yeah, we're going to hell. It's going to be a party." And then he starts twerking. I and Ryan wish you looks, wouldn't. And Ryan looks over and he's like, just, you hear that sometimes when you're out preaching in places like this, people make statements like that. Just pay them. No, pay, no, pay no mind to them. <laughs> no mind.
0: Yeah. It's it's an ignorant statement. Um, hell is pretty clear. Jesus makes it very, very clear. Um, that hell will be a place of torment of fire mm. where the worm never dies. Uh, yeah. meaning it's constantly feeding on death. Mm. Um, There's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yeah, weeping and gnashing of teeth. And uh Yeah, yeah. So any there's not a positive in hell beyond God is being just and being glorified in his justice. And that's that's it. There's no there's no good time, there's no reprieve. It's 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 a toothache that won't quit. It's a backache that constantly aches. It's beyond that. And so um, hell is real and a loving god does send people there um it is the presence of his wrath satan is not in charge in hell he will be punished there um and it will be the furthest thing from a party ever experienced
1: yeah yeah i think this is kind of a, a little bit of a misconception too that kind of feels like it goes along with that but um that uh i don't know that that like People in hell are, I don't know, people act like once they're in hell, they're no longer sinning, but they just continue going on hating God.
0: Yeah. like They, yeah. they, they just continue in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so once you experience, the idea is once, once someone experiences hell, they would naturally repent and turn from their wicked ways. Yeah. Um, that's not true. People just harden their hearts against Yeah, the punishment, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean this. Not even in, not even necessarily like just in hell. Like we see this right now with people who are not dead, who are here on Earth. Like Romans yeah. chapter one, they just continue in unrighteousness, suppressing yes. truth and unrighteousness.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just push them further down the road, um, and that's the, you know, the two two sides of the, uh, the blade that is the gospel. Right, one side can sharpen or can cut to divide bone and marrow um, soul and spirit and the other side hardens the heck out of hearts and so yeah stepping into eternity without repentance unregenerate would just harden the heart even further against God at their own will like this isn't something God does to people this is this is their their will their desire all right so those are misconceptions that we thought through. Um, some mistakes people make when it comes to hell. First, one I do believe that Christians make is not talking about hell, um, and this is to um, omit the bad news. Uh, it negates the good news, and so we have to, in a in a clear gospel presentation, make mention of hell.
1: Yeah. Um, it also, like, I think part of the reason that I think I talked about this last week. I'm pretty sure I talked about it last week on the podcast part of the reason that makes people uncomfortable is because when you're talking to people who are lost, like then they have to admit that all of their relatives before that were lost mm. are in hell. Yeah. Like that's a difficult, that's a difficult thing. Yeah. To work
0: through. Um Not fun. Yeah. Definitely not fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it also, yeah, it's just a tough reality that, uh, you know, honestly people can just, shove to the back of their mind and not think about once mm-hmm. once i end this conversation i quit thinking about this you know yeah um and so so christians we do need to bring up the bad news that is unregenerate sinners go to hell that's the bad news mm-hmm. um <clears throat> that their sin has earned them hell and that's not a fun it's topic same, to broach it's you know
1: comfortable part to say out loud yeah
0: yeah it's looking somebody in the eye and saying if you don't turn you you will get the reward for this Mm -hmm. you're already on that you've already earned it but there's a way out Yeah, and it's Jesus and that's that's the hard part because uh, it's just not fun (laughs) like you gotta look people in the eye and say that I think that's why the uh, altar calls become such a easy thing for people nowadays I don't want to look anybody in the eye so if I just announce it from this megaphone then everybody knows and then maybe they can just come up here and say this prayer and not actually have to look anybody in the eye and do some actual repentance you know Mm -hmm. all right so uh that's mistake one not talking about hell mistake two is apologizing for hell this one we see in people trying to uh to be god's pr rep right and uh and and try to apologize for it i'm sorry i wish it wasn't real but it is and um like you've said before, being nicer than God, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. When when people do this, they're actually thinking they're nicer than God.
1: Uh, yeah, I I was trying to think of like a scenario where I've like seen this happen, but
0: so I can think of one. Um, I actually really like the guy, except for his teaching on hell. I think it's the uh, what. Not, it's not the "What's in a Bible" guy. It's the Bible it's, uh, recap guy.
1: Nope, not Bible recap. Bible it's, cartoon guy. <laughs> I'm not wrong. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, what's a book of the Bible? Galatians. Hebrews. Bible project.
0: Bible project guy. So They're again, super popular. They're really cool videos. Cool videos. Most of their stuff, not ninety-eight percent of their stuff, really, really good. Except I happened to catch one of his Sunday sermons where he's got the chalkboard behind him and everything. And uh, he actually says God didn't make hell um, Three, and goes around apologizing for hell. And uh, that seems real nice, right? Um, but it's, it's a, it makes your God really small. Mm. Something's outside of him mm. and it's hell. And so there's something that he's actually not sovereign over um, in that way of thinking. But the Bible says he's sovereign over everything, and like we've already said, he's he's even in hell in the presence of his wrath. So let's not apologize for it. Let's deal with the reality and move forward. Yeah. All right. Uh, mistake number three is not living like people you know, your friends and family, your lost friends and family are going to go there. This one. Uh, this one's tough. And I think we've talked about this before, me and you. I don't. I don't think it's been on the podcast. But what. We, we call it assuming the gospel, right? Yeah. No, no, Assuming salvation? I don't know. Assuming the gospel
1: is yeah. what we've talked about.
0: And so we, when we're talking to people, if they wear a WWJD wristband or um, happen to say um, have a blessed day <laughs> um, or mention going to church, boom, cool, they're in the club. They must be Christians moving on. And uh, and we never never share the gospel with them um, and so we live like they're not going to hell, even though we, we actually don't have a good understanding of what they know when it comes to the gospel. And the difference between the real gospel and a false gospel is heaven and hell. And so we we, we should probably slow down, right, and have those conversations, especially if they're claiming to be Christians now. That gets a whole lot easier, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. so just clarify the gospel with them. Clarify what they believe. Clarify their, their, their stance on heaven and hell. And so we can really... Really know these things. All right, so that brings us to a biblical understanding of hell. We've kind of nutshelled it into a sentence or two. Um, But first, when it comes to hell, you need to know hell is real. Mm. Not pretend, not something outside of God's preview, out of his creation. Hell is real. Um, Next, we need to know hell is eternal conscience torment. Yep. Doesn't sound fun at all.
1: No, why would it be? Why would it be eternal? I think that's a question people have. Okay, why does hell have to be eternal? Why, why
0: forever? Because our God is a forever God. Mm-hmm. Um, you, we when we sin, we sin sin against an eternal God, so the punishment will be an eternal punishment.
1: Yeah, we're eternal beings.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're eternal beings too. That's right. God doesn't just snuff us out, um, but allows us to keep going, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and it it is an eternal conscience torment, so it's not a coma but it's real hurt real pain real fires real gnashing of real teeth doesn't sound fun at all not a positive episode so far
1: yeah (laughs) yeah we've we've been knit together for god's glory one way or another that's right and so Um, don't keep going and he is going to uh he's going to get glory out of our lives um
0: whether we want to or not yeah we can be gloried in looking to jesus and his sacrifice pain, pain for our sins or he can be gloried in our paying oh. the price for our own sins for eternity
1: yeah god will be glorified in that we yeah. see that in revelation 18 i think 18 or 19 what do it say uh it's the one that says it talks about bethlehem being bethlehem uh what's it babylon being thrown into the thrown into the depths and God's people sing, raise a hallelujah raise a
0: hallelujah that's right because his
1: judgments are true and just
0: yep. right that's a tough tough pill to swallow um, but anybody who's had their bully taken care of we sing hallelujah when that happens <laughs> um, so yeah people go to hell because they sinned against a holy eternal God and they know it mm-hmm. that's the that's the tough part the the tough part of the pill for people to swallow I think um, one, they assume innocence on people, right? And so, how can, can God send, loving God send someone to hell? Cause they're filthy, rotten sinners, right? Righteous deeds are filthy rags. They're sinners. That's how God can send them to hell. Um, but also, as scripture teaches, you, you dive into this, dive into the second part. So, uh,
1: sorry. I they know God. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they know God. Romans chapter one tells us that, that they, they know who God is. I, I've heard pastors say multiple times, like, if, if uh, if people went to hell because they didn't... Uh, um, Turn to because, Jesus or because, something like that. Yeah, because they didn't know God, then sending missionaries would be evil. Mm. Like sending missionaries to unreached people groups would be an evil act. Yeah. But that's not the reality. Right. Romans 1 tells us that they know God, they suppress the truth and unrighteousness, and um, and that they, they sinned against God. Yep. Yeah, and God that's... Has, God has revealed himself to them.
0: Yeah, he... Pe- people know there's a God. They, uh, we, there's no actual, according to Scripture, no such thing as an atheist, right? Romans 1. They, <laughs> Sights and breeding it says we are a-atheists. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: believe atheists exist. I don't
0: believe they exist because Scripture tells me otherwise, right? Yeah. They, uh, they know God. They suppress what they know. They shut it down for love of their sin. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. And so um, they will go to hell because they sin against the holy God. And they know it. That's the truth. And so that's that's the, the when it comes to hell, that's the biblical truth. So so call to action. We're we're encouraging people today, men today to uh, believe rightly when it comes to hell. The devil's not in charge of hell. That's the place where God gets glory in in exercising his judgment on people. Um, so believe rightly about hell, what it is, how you get there, how you avoid it. Um, and, uh, and then live like hell is real. That's mm. our, that's our call to action. Live like hell is real. Mm. Live like it's real to your family, um, who are, who, who are lost. Live like it's real to your friends, your coworkers. Live like hell is real. And if people don't turn from their sin and turn to Jesus, they will really go there. That's the call to action. Yep. <laughs> All right, that's
1: a that's a good that's a good ending point right there. Sounds good to me. Uh, we're going to, uh, uh, oh, uh, go ahead and uh, check out our Facebook group, "Performing Manhood." We we can uh, continue the conversation. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe to our
0: podcast, and
1: leave a review.
0: All right, fellas, my name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher,
1: and I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan.
0: You guys be sweet and show Jesus later.
1: Later.